Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears and bards, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons & Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. While the rest of the party was fighting a group of skeletons, Race the Roaster ventured a bit farther in the tunnels to investigate the sounds of battle. His curiosity may have dire consequences. Um, I assume that I could cast Burning Hands with a cone and not hit uh, Glubjeg. Yeah, you can cast it as a cone and hit uh, actually all three of the skeletons without hitting Glubjeg. Yeah. Too bad they're so dumb or maybe they wouldn't have lined up in a fucking cone for me to kill them all. <laughs> so they all got to make saves. Otherwise, they're taking 3d6, 3d6 fire damage or half on a on a failed save. So I'll roll 3d6, I guess. Okay, go for it. All right, first one got a four. Second one got a 14. Third one got a 18. All right, so the first one's taking full damage. The other two are taking half. Nice. Whew. There it is. Work, wow. All right. Jesus. Yeah, that was really good. Um, that's once per day that you can do that, right? That's right. Uh, and it ignites any flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried, but I don't think there is anything in this room. It's just water, right? Yeah, it's just all wet. Um, but that blast deals so much damage to the first skeleton that it almost collapses completely. Uh, the other two seem to be about halfway dead. Uh, but that was very effective. Nice work. Yeah. Do um, I get a shot? No. <laughs> that was a good role playing. <laughs> yes, it was. Uh, I did it for. I did it to prove to my father that <laughs> I am a, a good magician in my own right, better than he ever was. All right. Okay. Uh, not I just forgot to say that. That's all. I just forgot to say it. Remember it for next time. Club Jack, all your right. turn. Until I stop concentrating on Hunter's Mark, when someone dies, I can transfer it to another creature. Yes. I'll do the one right on top of me. Sure. He didn't have to do a save for concentration for the Hunter's Mark, did he? <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah, you would have had to. For right, sure. Because yeah. I got hit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Constitution saving throw. It's a DC 10 or half of the damage they dealt, whichever's higher. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you good. Okay, so you move your hunter's mark over to a different skeleton. Uh, I'm just going to sort attack it again. Oh, nice. That was a solid hit. <laughs> so yeah. uh, you deal nine damage, and then that's not even including the D6 from your hunter's mark. Another four. Nice. So that brings it down. It looked like my mom. <laughs> Anything else with your turn, Globjack? No, I'm good. Okay. Race the roaster. So there's this large guy, right? And he is very well aware that I exist. It's not great. So first things first, I kind of want to like let everyone know why I'm so frantic at the moment. Uh, if I could just be like, Hey, uh, there, there was this dude. Remember those guys who were fighting? One of them dipped out. One of them's still here. And it turns out it's an actual action, but I'm going to do it anyway so they can focus on there, but I don't have to, like, run away from that vantage point. Does this sound coherent? Um. Wait, can't he belay his, his action until, you know, and see if that guy rounds the corner or something? Yeah, you could you could delay your turn, which then you would just say, I'm going to wait my whole turn, and then your initiative changes 
um, to whatever, you know, you say like, okay, wait, now I want to take my turn. And then your initiative changes okay. to whatever that value is. Or you can ready an action, which means you describe a trigger for a specific action. And then when that trigger occurs, you then spend your reaction for the turn and then you take that action. But that doesn't affect your initiative in any way. So you could say, okay. when the dude rounds the corner, I cast uh, Vicious Mockery on him. And then that that, that would work. Bam, bam. So what I, I will do that. Um, I'm going to hunker down, get real prepped and prompt, and the trigger will be, as soon as he rounds the corner, I'm going to cast Suggestion on him. Okay, sure. All right, then it goes to Coslo's turn. All right. What do I got in front of me here? Bugbear and uh, skeletons. I'm going to go right here. And this skeleton in front of me is going to get a shillelagh to the face. Holy crap, dude. (laughs) Wow. Is that two crits in a row for you, Jason? That's right. Who gets a shot now? (laughs) Uh, well, I'm supposed to give it for critical fails, not critical successes. Uh, uh, I'm okay. I was just joking. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. Well, Coslo's on a fucking killing spree here. That's incredible. Yeah. I hate skeletons. Maybe your luck is turning around, everybody. All right. Speaking of skeletons, the last one can go now. Uh, it's going to keep working on Glubjag since it has drawn blood. Uh, then a short sword going to stab Glubjeg gets a t- another 20 to hit. And uh, yeah, I know, even though See? there you go, Mr. Wumbo just said Emery just jinxed it, and that was totally true. <laughs> <laughs> also, we can't see your roll, I know, but the people watching can actually see my dice as they appear on the screen, and it's this uh, this 16 over here. Oh, I see, yeah, that with plus four that turns into 20. Six damage. Glubjag, as it stabs I you again. I will throw up on it. <laughs> All right, well, you can do more than that because it's, well, it's Bobby's turn, but then it'll be your turn after that. All right. Oh, good. I'm going to do a little uh, thunder and lightning. Very, Is very lightning. Is that what you call your fists? And thunder. Yeah, thunder and lightning. Yeah, that's what I call my fists. <laughs> oh, I have, to, I have to make another concentration roll. Oh, you do, yeah. yeah. I'm going to smack his ass down. Smack it. Yes. Uh, which ability is that again? Constitution saving throw. Okay, you're good. All right, so with that mighty blow to Bobby, you reduce the skeleton to nothing but shards of bone. Yes. Hell yeah. See, um, I told you. Impossible, almost dead, you. and then nothing. That was for you, mother. Hmm. <laughs> well, Which mother? My mother was a fire elemental. She would have liked me using her magics to kill these things. Mm. You have a, between you and Glubjig, I think you got some mommy issues. She was also very beautiful, just like me. <laughs> and enjoyable. My mother had half her face sheared off. <laughs> Your conversation is interrupted by a very angry man shouting, Oi! Did me mother send you? Yeah, fucking cunts! Come over here and let me fucking squash you! I think we can make friends with him! <laughs> Doesn't sound like it now. I mean, what? 
Ooh. He could definitely what? tell that Race tried to cast a spell on him. I can't yeah. see Race. Where's oh I'm not sleep, guys, and he's not very tired at all. I think as a unit he'll be quick to take down. He already took damage from the guys before. Let's just kinda do what we do best. All right, so guys go ahead and move into position. It doesn't seem like this uh big dude is um screaming towards you or anything. Uh but uh he definitely sounds pissed off. And race from what you could see, he was fighting this guy who was wielding a dagger. Um, go ahead and make a make a religion check, race. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> okay, I think I'm that was that was not good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's not uh, not helpful. Um, but yeah, he was fighting this guy. The dude clearly uh, he had no fucking flesh on his skull, which is yeah. kind of ridiculous. Um, and uh, he was wielding a dagger and he wasn't wearing almost any armor. In fact, he didn't have even a shirt on. He was bare chested. Uh, and it seemed like the dude had stabbed this big guy multiple times because this big guy is like bleeding profusely from various wounds on his body. Uh, and if the fight had continued much longer, um, the dude with the knife almost certainly would have won. Uh, but your presence caused the dude with the knife to look over in your direction and kind of curse and then throw his torch at the big guy's face and then retreat. Then you cast sleep on the big guy, and he said, you know, like, what the fuck? I think he called you a cunt. Uh, yep. and, and, yeah, that's the situation you're in. <laughs> oh, and he also mentioned if uh, he asked if, your mo- if his mother sent you to finish him off. Nice, nice <laughs> so he's not coming towards us. No. Um, I think if I get up on him and make a suggestion, I think it'll work. Can I? Uh, race, race, what's happening? Oh, come out of the skeleton room. <laughs> um, so there's a guy up there. He was battling another guy. There's this big uh, mound that he's sitting on top of. He's pretty fucked up. The guy that he was fighting, I don't know what his deal is. He's obviously got some kind of dark magic going on. He was a headless dude, big buff barrel chest. It was gorgeous. Uh, a little jealous. But this guy, he's pretty much on his last leg. We got one of a couple options, guys. We can either go up there, chop, chop, goodnight kisses, or... If we want to even like just avoid another fight because we do fight a lot, uh, if I suggest to him it might be better to tend to his wounds, we might just be able to skip it. Hmm. You say he was fighting someone, but that yes. guy ran away. That guy ran off uh, up into the distance. He had a torch. I couldn't exactly see where he went once he went north because he threw the torch in the big guy's face. So, but they were not friendly. They were definitely trying to kill each other. That's. What I got for you. I can hear you, you fuckwits. And that, yeah. So. <laughs> I walk out of the room and I say, sorry about everything. To us? <laughs> no, to the guy. Oh. Yeah, can you like shout that out? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's a moment that passes and he says, who are you? Why are you here? We're here to clean this dump we are The legendary heroic group, the quad group, 
They call us the gorgeous Phoenixes Brigade. And then I come around the corner with my torch held high. I'm sick of this shit. Let's get to the action. <laughs> he uh, he kind of points at you. He's like, that's the fucking shrimp who tried to cast a spell on me. He's a little impulsive. Wait, so... I'm not even that small for a halfling, first off. I'm in the top quadrant. I'll have you know. And I'm big in heart, you horrible, horrible, horrible person. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, shut the fuck up, you prick. I think we're on the same side here. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> you don't make friends by casting uh, spells on them, you numbskull. Uh, he kind of no, like, he lowers his great club. Um, I'm gonna move the map a little bit so you guys can see him a little bit better here. So I mean this this cat has sex with half ogres. That's very true. <laughs> so you guys He's should be able to see him now, just kind of on the very edges of your of your vision. Um, he should be. He's actually better lit than that. Um, but, uh, he is this kind of like massive muscled human. Uh, half of his face is covered in, uh, a burn scar, kind of like the, the hound from Game of Thrones, but, uh, even, even more prominent. Uh, and his face is kind of disfigured because of it. Uh, and like a scar or a fresh wound, a scar. Yep. Like an old, okay. old scar. Um, I can have you all make, uh, history checks. See if you know anything about this individual based on his appearance. Holy shit. I did it. Nice. Does he look to be wearing anything uh, that would identify him as one of the uh, flaming Whoa. fist or anything like that? Oh, shit. Um... No, he is not wearing any sort of Flaming Fist iconography. I have shared with you guys an image of him now, so you can get a better mental uh, picture. More, oh, that's Mortlock. Mm-hmm. Um, Dababi, you rolled a 24 on your history check, so you actually are able to recognize him uh, as soon as you get a good look at him. Uh, this guy is Mortlock Vanthampur. Uh, he is the son of of one of the most powerful people in Baldur's Gate. Uh, let me just make sure I got her name right. Um, Thalamra Vanthampur, Duke Thalamra Vanthampur. She's one of only a handful of people who run this city. Um, and if you guys recall, the city's kind of fallen into a bit of a chaos because the guy who runs the city uh, disappeared uh, when the city, the other city that he was visiting, Elturel, uh, also disappeared <laughs> out of thin air. And uh, so the Flaming Fist have kind of fallen into chaos trying to run the city and they don't have a leader. Uh, and uh, Thalam Ravanthampur is one of the people who's been trying to sort of gain control of the city politically. Um, so this guy's a little bit of a celebrity, uh, I guess. He's kind of like a um, Donald Trump Jr. almost, kind of kind of dude um but uh you know that he is let's see you got a 24 so you actually kind of know a decent amount about him 
for the most part, he is the uh, child of the Duke that ha- has the least amount of um, good reputation. Like, in fact, the, the rest of the family kind of s- doesn't really like him very much. They don't really they kind of shun him a little bit. Uh, he doesn't really appear in public very often. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's what you know about him. Is he a human? He is. Do we? Hey, uh, the guy that was, uh, he owns the bathhouse. Oh, He's yeah. The, wait, so is he the son of, like, the Grand Duke? No. Um, he He's the son of one of the, uh, one of the Dukes, not the son of the Grand Duke, no. Oh, yeah, I know all about you. You're quite well known around town. What the hell are you doing down here? <clears throat> uh, he, uh, he relaxes, like, visibly, um, you guys can tell that his kind of like threats that he was shouting at you were not really based on much. It was an intimidation tactic because as soon as you guys reveal to not be hostile, he uh, almost collapses from the blood loss that he's uh, experiencing. He seems to be pretty, pretty wounded. Um, and, uh, and he says, well, uh, I was betrayed by my family. These assassins conspired with my brothers to kill me. This one almost succeeded. And he points uh, in the direction that the the fleshless skull man uh, disappeared into. So you're hiding down here? I was a part of this whole operation. This was set up by me mum, uh, Duke uh, Thalamra Vanthampur. Seems like you guys probably know her. My- oh, yeah, sure. I know that lady. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Turns out she uh, she hired this cult uh, with a specific mission of causing as much chaos and death in the city as they possibly could. You see, she's trying to uh, to make the flaming fists look bad, so that she can uh, hopefully wrest control of the city. Well, that's pretty damn nefarious, there, man. Hmm. Indeed, she hired the this cult to do that well that seems like that seems a little foolish considering the fact that this cult probably can't be controlled uh, it doesn't really matter it seems like uh their uh, their goals pretty much aligned with exactly what she wanted she's been paying them to uh less to motivate them and more to just fund their activities uh in fact she was instrumental in getting Getting a older Raven God, the Grand Duke. She was instrumental in convincing him to go to El Terrell, which, uh, of course, resulted in his uh, disappearance. He, uh, he, he sort of like s- sits down and begins to bandage uh, some of the various wounds on his body. I uh, offer to help him bandage himself up. He uh, accepts your help. Um, he seems still kind of guarded a little bit, but realizes that he he needs the help. He's terrible at medicine. A natural Holy 20 for you, friend. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're on fire. How many fucking 20s is that for you, Jason? <laughs> three. In the last five rolls, that's three. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I think despite his gruff exterior and the fact that his mother wants him dead, I think he might be helpful to us to a point. I think he yeah. might be a... Mm-hmm. He might be a... Uh, uh, like a friend of convenience right now. 
Mm-hmm. He might be someone who uh, enjoys taking damage and can deal damage, which uh, most of us can't do. That's very, very true. Uh, are we are we willing to heal him though? I'm willing um, to use the spell slot to heal him. I'm willing to use one also. What else am I using mine for? So, yeah, I'll use um, I'll use a level two healing word. Should yeah, we yeah. though? Like. Shouldn't we Should- talk to him and see if he, first of all, if he's willing to like finish off the the big boy with us? That is a great question. Yeah. 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 Let's yeah. tell. Let's see if we can yeah. make sure he's gonna like you know help us out. I then, imagine uh, you guys in game have all like huddled together like a football huddle, and you're all whispering this <laughs> shit, and he's just kind of like looking, trying to hear. He's part of the cult of ball. Yeah. He was or something, but then they be- they double crossed him or something. So now he's double crossing them. Didn't he say something about his mom being like? It was like his brothers made a plot to kill him, so he went underground because of that reason. I don't think he was a part of the the cult. I think he was down there on the run. Maybe. Maybe. I'm gonna pop my head out of the little huddle and go. Are you in one of the cults of the Dead Three? Uh, no. Uh, my mother put me in charge of this cult, like, just to kind of oversee, make sure that they do their jobs. I'm not actually a part, though. Remember, she hired them. One of my brothers pays them. Okay. okay. Back so to that, uh, that, that dwarven ghost rider was a, an assassin hired by your mom? Yeah. He was, uh, well, he's one of the members of the cult. He's actually the, uh, the leader of the uh, the ball worshippers, ball worshippers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can even tell you his name. His name is Vaz. They call him a Death's Head. Apparently, some sort of higher up in the hierarchy of, you know, ball cultists. Seems fitting. Yeah, he doesn't have a face. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. Like my mom. Crazy thing is, he yeah. can disguise himself. I've seen some of these uh, ball cultists do it. They can use magic to disguise themselves to look like regular people, you know. Mm. Do you know anyone named Delvin Mallory? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, I think you probably do know him. <laughs> what was the name of that ball, ball cultist that you just said? Vaz. 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 V-A-A-Z. Is his last name Deferent? <laughs> testicle joke honestly man does it make a difference hey <laughs> uh, hey hey big guy if if would you be willing to help us take him down it's kind of uh one hand scratches the other how how do you feel about having a round number two with that asshole fuck yeah and in, in yeah! fact uh in fact if you guys can uh take down me brothers, I certainly wouldn't shed a tear. They're down here too? No, 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 no. How about we take Vaz out and then we'll have all the brother conversations we need to post Vaz being murdered. Right. Bill? You seem to be in rough shape, big fella. Yeah, pretty messed up. Well, I am too, actually. So, uh, do you have any potions or would you like healing, sir? Um, no and yes. I walk up to him. I tell him to bend on his knee. As uh, I, because I'm short, so I got a healing word into his ear. It's got to be sensual. Uh, as I 
as I lean in, I say, no one will ever hurt you again. Kiss him on the cheek, and then I do two 1D for uh, plus my spell casting modifier, which is charisma, correct? Yeah. Yes. So it's going to be well, 2D4 plus 3 total, because your charisma bonus is plus 3. Oh! How far down are you, Glubjeg? Uh, I'm down 13 hit points. All right. I'm casting Healing Word on you. Um... I got the one, I'm casting it as first level, so you get six back. Thank you. Aaron. All right, so he's gonna have eight there. Okay. And also, can I give him one of my bardic inspirations? And I'm gonna give him the note of specificity. Which one am I looking at? Uh, he's gonna get the note of protection, which he can use um, to do a 1d6 of a uh, temporary healing. Okay. I think that's what it's And that lasts hurt. for 10 minutes. So as long as you guys are planning on going and doing a fight within the next 10 minutes, that's a good idea. Oh. You guys oh. are going to take a short rest or anything? Great question. I didn't get hurt. Yeah, I don't think we need it. I don't think I need it. I mean... It gives the dude an opportunity to, like, escape also if you do, potentially. Right, oh, exactly. No, that's All right, um, so you... Hey, hey Mortlock. Yes. Yeah. You know the Do you know the layout of this place at all? I do. How, how close are we to the the skull dude? Yeah. Well, uh, he doesn't really have much uh, much places to go. If you go up there, or is stairs, there a dude higher up than that? Well, uh, if you've been through the rest of this place, then you probably ran into. Uh, um, they actually have names. I'm forgetting what they are, but he describes the uh, the necromancer lady that you killed. Uh, he describes the lady who was torturing the first person that you came across uh, that you killed. Um, and he says, those two were the uh, the two of the three leaders. This is the third uh, final leader of the cults. Um, Got it. And uh, he doesn't really have anywhere else to go. He's pretty much trapped. He can, uh, I saw him run up those stairs to the north. He can... Um, he can only come down through those stairs or these ones. And he points to these other stairs over here. We're sort of hidden mm. away a little bit. All right. Well, we're looking forward to coming within a hair's breadth of death. <laughs> <laughs> can uh, you tell us uh, anything about him? Like, does he have any weaknesses? Uh, <laughs> oh, good question. I mean, you fought him, so you should know something, Mortlock. Um... Yeah, so he uh, he kind of looks a little bit uh, uh, embarrassed when you say that, and he kind of like you know takes his uh, head up and kind of rubs it on the back of his head as he's like thinking, uh, and he's like, um, "Well, uh, he he almost killed me pretty quick. I was able to take these guys out." And he points at the four corpses of uh, cultists that are floating in the water. You can see them, I think, on your map. He's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they all have like obvious signs of being bludgeoned to death with a massive blunt object. Like one of them's head is kind of like his his neck is clearly broken. His head is like flopping around, and um, so he's like, "I was able to hit these guys pretty easy and take them out, but uh, this dude, um, I sw I got one swing on him and it missed, and then he just stabbed me like twice. Sounds what? tough. What yeah. happened between you two to cause this fight? I, if you were supposed to oversee this whole group. He got betrayed by his mother and didn't she pay them to kill him? 
Yeah, someone in my family betrayed me. Either my brothers or my mother, or possibly all of yeah. them. All right, so he's been healed by eight. Should we do more and then go kill Vaz? Vaz. Sorry, uh, he just wants to give you one more piece of information, which could be helpful. He did hit him once, but he did he somehow took no damage, and he's not sure how that that happened because he hit him solidly right in the fucking side of the head, and it did nothing. Um, and then at several points in the fight, uh, this guy Vaz would sort of stare at him and he could see sort of like a swirling mist in the holes where his eyes should be. And it caused him to kind of freeze and like, and, and become unable to move, which was how uh, Vaz was able to get some really good hits on him during that time. Sounds like you were charmed, big man. I don't know. I just know I couldn't move any muscle in my body. Yes. I am an elf, so I am resistant to being charmed, you see. Uh, also, perhaps, is, is your club magical? Uh, no. Okay, that might be part of the thing, too. You've got to hit him with a magic. Do you have magic weapons? I do. I have a shillelagh. Right, well, hopefully that'll work. I don't want to get that close to him. <laughs> All right, well, lead the way, Mortlock. Okay, uh, well, um, I'm, uh, I'm pretty fucked up. You sh uh, I think uh, I should hang back. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to fight with you, but you really want me to go in first? Uh, he, uh, he, it looks like it'll take some convincing. <laughs> okay, Mr. Charm, put, make him go first. I think, I mean, I don't, he's probably not going to do any damage, so we just want him to be a meat shield, basically. Yeah. Wow. Wait, do you say you're, you <laughs> fucked up in the head or in the body? You saying that out loud? <laughs> no, no, I was I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't in character when I said it. What do you mean, meat shield? I didn't say that out loud. I was just thinking it. How, can, mm. how did you hear that? <laughs> More I don't know. You said it. No, I didn't. Uh, hold on. Let me. I'm looking at it for charm purse to see what it is. Oh, press the wrong button, but it'll do. Uh, all right, Morlock. Listen, this is a strategy that the gold, the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade has been using for ages. Big men in first than a bunch of little thirsts. We are the thirst behind the big man first. Uh, I'm going to try to use persuasion, I think. Okay, yeah. On this. All right, persuade away. <laughs> Come on, baby. Big man first, little thirst. <gasps> oh, shit. Oh, wow. my God. That was double 20s. <laughs> That's fucked up. Jeez. So even if for some reason I had been like, you know what? That was dumb reasoning. I'm going to give you disadvantage on that roll. <laughs> you still got still two really times. Um, Yeah, that's insane. Uh, so you actually, bravo, you actually came up with a really, really solid reasoning. And you see him kind of scratching his chin. And he's like, hmm, you got a point. Also, if I'm the first one that goes in, he might think that I uh, killed all of you guys. And I'm coming back to finish him off. And then maybe he won't he won't see you coming. Hmm. See now that's really smart. I'm glad smart. you got what I was pulling down. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's plenty of good yeah. reasons for me to go first. All right, I'll do it. I'll give you a cure wounds. Five plus two. Seven. Alright. So he gets a little bit of health left. 
And then off we go to fight Vaz. Okay. Um, all right. Any last minute preparations or shall we do it? You said that he should, he might come from either one of these stairs. Where, where does, do they go? The same place? Well, uh, hmm. Right up these stairs, uh, there's, uh, this room where there's these statues of the, uh, the gods that they worship. It's a big room, lots of place to fight. Off to the right, there's like a smaller room. That's where they keep the treasure. Suppose it's possible there uh, that he's hiding in there. But if I were to guess, he's probably with them statues. And he's a spellcaster, yes? Yeah, but he mostly stabs. But he, uh, he, he can make himself, he can use magic to disguise himself. That's true. Go kill this son of a bitch. His strategy that he sort of like came up with on his own was to like go back in and make it seem like he's by himself. Is there any way we can actually like take advantage of that? If he if he goes in alone and he gets annihilated, then we got to run in there anyway. That's I think true. I think if we just charge in there, mm-hmm. it works so well with the last one. At least there'd be like an extra dude charging in there with you this time, not just by yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that way, when he casts fireball. Everybody, everybody can die. We get in there and then we all run into different corners of the room, so we can't get. I was gonna say I have really high stealth, right? And if I put on my stealth, maybe I could hide on his back or something, so you think he was alone. Just sneak in behind him because he's so big. Well, he's still gonna get attacked, though, right? Well, he if when he does, I'll cast sleep if I can do like a, a pre action for it. Uh, he's probably got like minions or something in this room too. Before okay. we do anything, I'm gonna cast Deft or I'm gonna use Deft Explorer twice to get two one d ten plus wisdom bonus temporary hit points. Temp uh temp hit points don't stack. All right then, I'll just do it once. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show. <up. laughs> Carlo, how would you like to approach? You just want to go in guns blazing our normal fuck shit up method? I have some some range. I have a ranged spell that could do some pretty good damage. I've got Moonbeam, which could do some good damage to him. We well, okay. One thing we need to keep in mind is that we've rolled like six or seven crits now. Yeah. In the past, you know, hour. So that yeah. means we're gonna roll mostly ones for the, this whole battle. What that you draw me, Ricky Bobby? That's not how probability so, works, Aaron. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and so we have to figure out how to beat him by just rolling ones. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your we are Marshall moment yeah that was my motivational yeah. speech as we had in Titans right there <laughs> race race can beat him by just rolling ones yeah he gets to re-roll all those <laughs> what's the deal with the treasure room uh well uh it connects there's like a uh it's like what is it uh is it a tapestry? Let me let me let me take a look. Uh, uh, I'm not going near any tapestry. Oh, forget it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it looks like there's a there's a curtain. Uh, you can kind of see it there in the top uh, of the room. Actually, that's out of character, but you can kind of see the like squiggly line on the map. Uh, that is like a curtain. You pull it back. There's another room in there with treasure, uh, and then there's a door that leads into the treasure room. And then the treasure room is connected to this larger room. I bet that so, door's trapped if there's treasure in there. <clears throat> and what's the deal with the southeast stairs? He actually points over uh, over in that direction. 
And he's like, oh yeah, that's, uh, that's where the more expensive treasure is. That's where their payment is. Mm. So what is the purpose of that other treasure room? Uh, that's where they keep their, like, potions and, you know, uh, food, you know, that kind of thing. You've been in there before? Does it does it look like it might be trapped? I mean, I I didn't really go in there. I just uh, know about it. Uh, it's a storeroom of some sort. Maybe there's traps. There's a room over there it that has a bunch nice. of skeletons hiding in it. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we annihilated them. It might be worth our time to see what potions are in there that could help us in combat. True. Okay. Unless well, we think that, you know, giving this guy extra time is going to be... I mean, we've already given him tons of time, so it probably doesn't make any difference. Well, we're standing out here in the water, and uh, if he's up in that room, he's got nowhere to go. But if we all go wandering up into the potion room, then he'll just sneak out. What That's if just a great race? idea. Don't pick up anything that might be an advantage to us in combat. Great. That's right. No, no, just, no, I'm, just, I'm just right, saying... Right in. So, don't all of us go and leave the door open for him to sneak out, or there won't be combat. Well, some of us should guard, then. I'll stand guard. You know, I learned uh, in the massacre at Winnetabi that <laughs> it only takes one person to guard. Uh, Wait. <laughs> in which massacre did you learn uh, the golden rule of D&D, which is never split the party? Ooh. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Subject, <laughs> who are you talking to? <laughs> I don't know. I just I, I get these voices in my head sometimes. Oh, you might well, listen. Fun. Let me just. How about you and me, race? We just slip in there real quick. I got a little bit of trepidation. I'm not gonna lie, Lovejig. Uh, I feel like we never do that well unless all of us are here because one of us is gonna have to save it. For the rest of us, we know there's one guy. I kind of just want to get him. It feels better to get the known enemy out the way than to look for maybe treasure. Maybe you're right. I mean, all characters jump incrementally at level three to a higher power level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are feeling particularly good today after having slept on a cold cement floor. Uh, being undernourished and terrified. I think luck is with us. Or, I mean, it was with us. It's not anymore, I, but let's do this. I just don't want our mission to fail. I, I'd probably have to kill myself. <laughs> oh, jeez. Don't do that. No. I don't want you to die, big man. Oh, wow. <laughs> but I'll trust, I'll trust the group. All right. Uh, can you guys um, tell me what your plan is so that we can move along with this? And finally... Yeah, let's go in there. I'm going to run in there. All right. Well, Mortlock's going to run in first, right? Yeah, and then I'm going to run in after him. <laughs> All right, let's go. go. Can Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> God damn it. That's the plan? That's, we, isn't that a great plan, Emery? What a great plan. Isn't that a great one? I think it's a great If there's traps, then you're going to split the party up if there's traps. It, it always works I'm so good. dead bodies through the door first for the trap reason. They're already dead. Let's just all run in and throw our bodies at him physically. <laughs> uh, okay, I just want to say one thing. Remember fireballs? Yes. That's because we were all together. Okay, let's let Mortlock run in there and then wait a few seconds and see if he explodes. Yes, I love it. That's a great idea. Genius. 
Mortlock, what do you think about that? Uh, sure, whatever. Uh, just tell me what to do. All right. I'll be four paces behind you. All right. Uh, get in position. He, uh, walks up to the edge of the stairs. This is gonna be great. This... We're gonna be heroes, folks. I mean, friends. Or dead. Heroes are dead. Either one's <laughs> fine with me. That is the name of the Heroes are dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, so the show. Oh, fuck. All right, all right. So true. Mine was a rolling stone. Well, well, well. I'm gonna get blown up in the basement and I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, if everybody's ready, he will walk in. Let's do it. Ho! So, uh, he, he moves in uh, with his great club and he says, Oi, Vaz! Where are you, you prick? And uh, he looks around, and let me describe the room to, uh, since Glubjag has followed. Um, this is what you see. Burned torch stubs litter the floor of this hall, the western end of which is occupied by three six-foot-tall painted wooden statues. Each statue stands atop a two-foot-high block of red stone, making it look taller and foreboding. The center statue resembles a heavily armored man whose face is hidden behind the fearsome visor of his helmet. He's painted red, except for his right gauntlet, which is black. Clutched in his gauntlet is a blood-red spear pointed upward. The statue to the north depicts a purple-garbed male noble wearing a harlequin mask and holding a dagger behind his back. The statue to the south portrays a black-robed skeleton with its jaw open wide and its bony hands outstretched. Um, but, uh, you don't see anyone in this room. Another god's damn gauntlet. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna step out here quick and say, take the other route. We're going through the curtain. Okay. Meet, meet us in the middle. All right, I'm gonna go up to this door and listen at it. Uh, make a perception check. Ooh, 16, not too shabby. Um, so you listen to the, the to the door, and you don't really hear much uh, except the squeaking of possibly rats. Okay, uh, probably some sort of rat tornado. I, I think whoa. I remember being attacked by one of these before. I mean, there's a chance he could have been invisible in that other room, but you know, can I make a check to see if it's trapped? See if I see anything that looks like a trap on it. Um, so that, uh, well, yeah, you can make another perception check if you want. Sure. Uh, you didn't see any, you don't see any traps. Looks like all the- All right, I'm gonna open it then. Sure. I'm gonna open it. Okay. You, you, you just see a, a room, uh, with nine wooden crates scattered throughout it. Uh, scurrying amongst these crates are rats that flee from you as soon as you open the door. Oh, it's just an Amazon warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Mort. Head through the head through the curtains, more. I'll make sure that these statues don't animate and I'll follow. Okay. <clears throat> He's like, all right. And you tell him to go through this uh, curtain here? Mm-hmm. Okay. He uh, goes through it. Do I see him? Uh, yep. He's not in here. Uh, make a perception check, Globjig. Race, where are you at? Moving into here. Oh, goddamn. Stuck no! In. Okay. I rolled two twos. 
That's cool. It's only a perception check. Um, also make one, uh, Dion. Nice. Ooh, I'm going to go ahead and roll the stealth check, and you guys should be able to see it because he was hiding in that room behind the corner. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. whether or not, what he rolls on the stealth check will determine whether you see him coming, Dion, as he rushes at you from behind the corner. Uh, what? Where is Dion? Um, I'm right next to Glubjig. It's funny. I was he's he's rushing towards you and Glubjig. Uh, when I made the decision that he was going to do that, Glubjig was the only one in the room. But then you just kind of walked in right then. <laughs> oh, hey, what's going on? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you see where he's at now, guys? Uh huh. All right. Is that because we see him? Yeah. Like he was hiding in behind this corner. All right, here's the stealth check. Oh, fuck me. 18. Oh, <laughs> nice. All right. You so, see him at least. Yeah, you see him. Um, So he, he runs up and you hear him or you just happen to be looking in that direction. Uh, Holy you, shit. You're not caught off guard. Um, he Scream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need you guys to roll initiative. Um, because he's actually going to be back here, and there's going to be a surprise round, and you will will not be surprised, raced, surprised, race. Cue boss battle music. Uh oh. Ah. Oh, he only got a thirteen. Ooh, nice. Club Jag was caught flat-footed. <laughs> I hear the cops in somebody's uh. Somebody's nah, audio that's there. Me. I live in real good neighborhoods, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like five times a day. Uh, oh, by the way, Emery, that uh, player's handbook thing was, uh, they were doing a big Lebowski shtick. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Deep cut. Aaron, you got a 14. Brad, you got a seven. I got a 13. Dion, ooh, a 21 for race. <sighs> Damn, that is nice. Trip nice him up, way. alert the the crew, get him, do it. Right. Guys, there's a weird motherfucker with no face over here trying to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thanks to the initiative rolls, I can give a better description of what happens. So, Globjig, you turn around, um, and you start making your way towards that uh, curtain. Um, race, you actually walk up these stairs right when... Vaz uh, turns the corner and comes out of his hiding spot. And uh, he, it's just the timing of it is impeccable. And he kind of stops for a moment when he notices that you saw him come out of his hiding spot because he had no idea you were there. And that gives you actually the drop on him. So you aren't surprised and you're first in initiative. So what do you do? Whatever Um, to do to mess him up. Yeah, he's right there. Do your worst. Oh, yeah, we're stab him. We're attacking now. We're fighting like adults. I mean, <laughs> you could try putting him to sleep, but maybe that I don't know. I think it won't He's gonna have too many hit points. The, the, uh, that's what uh, the big bro Kozlo said. So, <sighs> oh wait, do I get an advantage on anything? No. Um, oh, no. All right, rapier. You, you're gonna try and stab him? Is he? Is the guy running or anything? Like, is he? Is he? Like, what is he doing? Well, he hasn't taken his turn yet, but he, 
he moved like he's coming at you with a with a knife. Um, so Dion Morty said combat didn't really affect him very much. Um, <sighs> are you gonna move up to him and stab him with your rapier then, Dion? Yes, sir. Yeah. So I thought when he jumped out, he was like right next to the stairs. I misinterpreted the description. That's yeah, no, that's fine. Do, do you want to change anything that you've done? I mean, you rolled a hit, so. Uh, no, no, I want to hit him. Uh, okay. Whatever I got to do to get close and touch him. All right. So, uh, Race, uh, not wanting to um, lose his advantage, uh, rushes forward at Vaz with his rapier in hand and stabs him right in the groin. Well, like, not the penis, <laughs> but like that area. The goose. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> deal 10 piercing damage. Very nice. Uh, hmm. I get a bonus You're shouting a battle cry or something, maybe? Oh, I thought I yelled out when I said what happened. Okay, the, yeah. Okay. Right. I was just making well, sure. He can. Oh, no, no, I thought I did, but I wasn't sure if it counted. Yeah. All right, actually, and you know the- what? I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, you run forward with your dagger and you stab him right in the groin. And your um, rapier kind of bends as uh, it tries to like pierce his flesh, and oh. uh, doesn't go in. And uh, he kind of grins his uh, skeletal grin at you. <laughs> and, All right, cool. Yeah, you do no damage. You can't even hit him in the dick anymore. You know what I mean? It's just. Terrible. All right, so then what I will do is I have two of these bardic inspirations left. I will put. I want to wait actually on the bardic inspiration. No, nope, actually no. I want to do the first one. Where is it? I've clumped it all together. Sorry, I'm reading. Uh... It looks like the only one you can give it to is Globjed because he's the only one you can see. Yeah. Oh, oh, this is your new nope. destruction school ability, right? Or creation? I mean. Yeah. It's like College ability, yeah, note of destruction, sorry. Uh, and when it's used after you roll, um, it, it'll do an extra attack roll. I'll tell you when you get there, when you, whatever did I. Yeah, you'll remember. Okay, so Globjeg, you now have Bardic Inspiration, and it's improved because of his new college. Uh, all right, uh, then Coslo, uh, you are no longer surprised. You hear the shouting of uh, Race as uh, he does a little battle charge and then says, oh, okay. shit, uh, Globjeg, you got this. <laughs> Um, uh, to Bobby, you're no longer surprised. All right, Vaz, his turn. Um, wait, I'm before Vaz. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but he's got a surprise round on us. Yeah. Oh. He uses stunning gaze and then makes two dagger attacks. Yikes. Um, all right. I'm well, a race. Well, he's going to do it to race. Race is right there, and... Tried to stab him in the dick. So that should work out. That should work out real good. Okay. So uh, you kind of look back at uh, Vaz um, preparing for the worst, and that sort of like swirling mist uh, comes out of his eye sockets. And you 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 try not you try to look away, but something is 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 forcing you to stare into his eyes. Uh, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. You got this. you know I do. Once I find out where the hell that. Where, what was Mortlock's uh, initiative? On wisdom or? Oh fuck, dude! I didn't roll for Mortlock. You're right. Yeah, you did thirteen. Oh, I did. Yeah. No, thirteen was the bad guy. Yeah, thirteen was the bad oh, guy. Oh, Mort- Mortlock, right? Okay. Yeah. 
Thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> he's totally important for this. Yup. Uh, initiative. Well, he got a nine. So he's going right after. Beats boss. me. Yeah. Let's let's see if he he could have potentially. Mm, no. Oh, he could have hurt it. He could have possibly hurt it. Let's make let's give him perception check. See if he uh, possibly could have heard that. Uh, he doesn't have any bonuses, so it's just a wisdom roll. Nope. Okay, he's surprised also. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, did you make your saving throw yet, Dion? I had not yet. Um, is it click uh, wisdom or is it over in the SC save? Um, I'm just gonna click wisdom. Uh, nope. Yeah, you get um, really, it's not really a charm. It's actually just your body kind of like stands still, holds still as what you see is you see a vision of Ball, who is basically like the Grim Reaper uh, reaching out to you. Uh, this, this vision is made out of the swirling mist coming out of his eyes. And uh, the Grim Reaper kind of just touches you and your whole body freezes. Uh, and then Vol tries to stab you. Uh, you are stunned. You are incapacitated, can't move, and you can only speak falteringly. Attack rolls against you have advantage, and you automatically fail strength and dex saving throws. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? We're doing this. That's about it. <laughs> okay. Are you sure? <laughs> All right. Uh, he also has the aura of murder. So of course he does. You have vulnerability to piercing damage if you're within five feet of him. So don't worry about it, baby. There's good vibes over here. Bad vibes, the good vibes. First attack. 19 to hit. That's it? Yeah. Uh, 14 piercing damage. All right. Uh, I am still up. Second attack. Only a 14 to hit. Does that hit? Oh, no. My AC is a 14. <laughs> so a 14 to hit hits you. It's oh. exactly on the money. Oh, I thought they canceled out if they were equal. Nope. All right. So 16 more damage. That'll put you at... Um, Zero. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Okay. And that's the end of episode 13 of Rated RPG Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Episode 14 will be out uh, late tomorrow so that you can get all caught up by the weekend for Saturday's live stream. We will pick up uh, where episode 14 leaves off. So that'll be Saturday, May 30th, noon central time on twitch.com slash Game Society Pimps. And if you are watching the live stream, there's going to be some uh, some fun ways for you to interact with us. You can buy us shots uh, for, as you heard in the episode, if we have a critical fumble or even like a moment of good role playing, uh, the Dungeon Master Emery can hand out a shot, either a good shot or a bad shot of some kind. So that's a way to do it. Or if you want to be a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash rated RPG. And that's another way you can support the show. And thank you to everyone who has ever supported uh, Game Society Pimps and or Rated RPG. Thank you very much. Courtney Collins and Brandon Jensen deserve a thank you for their musical and vocal contributions. I want to thank Matt Sloan and Aaron Yanda, of course, of Blame Society Films for creating Rated RPG in the first place. All 40 episodes of the original YouTube series live on their YouTube channel. You can check that out. On behalf of everyone at the gaming table, we'll see you on Saturday, May 30th on twitch.com slash Game Society Pimps. 
All right, Morlock, listen. This is a strategy that the gold, the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade has been using for ages. Big men in first, then a bunch of little thirsts. We are the thirst behind the big men first. 